the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What difference at this point does it make? Oh, shut up. If you've got health insurance, you can keep it. If you like your health care plan, you will keep your plan. If you've got health insurance, you like your doctor, you like your plan, you can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. My name is Greg Britton, and with the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, I am usually joined by my co-host Don Dix, the chapter leader of Act for America in Corona. But this week, Don is on a secret, well, he was secret, undercover mission to the wineries of Northern California searching for secret ISIS sleeper cells. <laughs> so instead of, instead of Don, joining me this week, we have Mike Hoskinson, who is a planning commissioner for the city of Huntington Beach, and one of our favorite Unite IE leaders, who is a TV star in her own right, based on the Republican convention, Kathy Ponce, who is the leader of the Freedom Tea Party Patriots in Fontana. Welcome, Mike. Welcome, Kathy. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for sitting in. It's an honor. Well, your your specialties are high-density housing, Agenda 21, and pushing back on that. And you both have been able to effectively do that. And we're going to talk about that and how you've been able to push back and through citizen activism. But... The most important issue, and Ann Coulter says this, and I agree with it, the, the most, immigration is the most important issue because it determines all other issues. Because the, the Democrats and the left are remaking the electorate because of immigration. Immigration is the primary reason why California is overwhelmingly a Democrat state. No Republican has a chance of, even, of being elected to any statewide office. And it ties into activism because two of our favorite Unite IE activists, Agnes Gibney and Sabine Durden, were with Donald Trump and Sean Hannity in Austin this week on Tuesday night. And Agnes and Sabine are both angel moms. Their children were killed by illegal immigrants. And let's kick off the discussion with a clip of Sabine Durden from the show. Legal immigrant from Germany. I did everything right. And my son Dominic and my son Dominic was nicknamed German chocolate because of his heritage. And I brought him with me. I brought his ashes with me to show what I have left of my family. I have no family left. That was my only child. The guy got nine months. Five years probation and served 35 days for killing my child. He had a prior felony and two DUIs. And Mr. Trump, you saved my life the day you announced you're running because you mentioned immigration. You know, my hats off to them is how they've gotten involved and they've turned their grief and loss into activism for the cause. I agree. Um, 
Sabine and Agnes were my guest speakers about a month ago at my Freedom Tea Party uh, meeting. And the one thing that Sabina doesn't always tell everybody is she had thought about suicide. She was at the point of suicide with what was going on in our country, with the loss of her son. And the day she really thought seriously about suicide was the day the TV came on with Trump announcing he was going to run and the immigration issue he was going to focus on. So when she says here on that clip that he truly saved her life, he truly did save her life. Right, and no one else is taking up their cause. No one else meets with the families uh, whose children have been murdered by illegal immigrants or killed in DUI accidents. Only Donald Trump is willing to do so. Because he's not the establishment, and the establishment doesn't want to talk about that because it would mean funding of sanctuary cities. It would mean an overhaul of our legal system. Well, there's an overarching narrative as well about immigration that, you know, we are a country of immigrants and that there is, uh, this is just the normal course of business. But one of the things I always look at is what, what is the reality of our economic thing that's happening now? They were told that we have a 4.9% unemployment, which is probably one of the biggest lies the you know administration is telling us, probably really 10 to 15%. So I, I feel that one of the last things you would ever do in a bad economic climate is import unskilled workers. So this whole line that they sell us about, we are bringing in the, the next uh, group of workers that we need and they're doing the jobs Americans won't do is a complete false narrative. Right. And it's, it's about cheap labor. It's about they want to drive. Do the laws of supply and demand apply to the labor market? Absolutely. They, Duh. Yeah. Unless you're a liberal. <laughs> okay. So now you're going to bring in legal immigrants, one greater than one million every year, plus another eight hundred thousand temporary workers, plus another two hundred thousand refugees in related categories, plus unlimited illegal immigrants. And what effect does that have on jobs and wages of American workers? Well, of course, it drives it all down. And then it increases our welfare state, which is already topping a trillion dollars a year for unearned welfare. And why are the Syrian refugees getting priority job interviews over our own citizens? Good question. Uh, Jeff Sessions said recently, he's a great leader in the uh, pro-American worker immigration movement. He says, you know, you know, the American people are right. They are right consistently if you just listen to them. They want a lawful system of immigration that serves the national interests. What's wrong with that? Sounds like good common sense to me. But here's the question. Maybe you guys have an answer. Is why are the Republicans <clears throat> so unwilling to do the grim political math of immigration? They don't want to be racist? Well, I think also you've you've got... And I see this in the housing. All this bleeds over into one another. Mm -hmm. I saw in the sustainable development thing that we fight quite regularly, the environmental left starts it. And then the moneyed interests that are supposedly the right are in complete concert with it because one side gets their ideology. The other side gets their money. Mm -hmm. So they're all happy as a clam to enforce each other's vision of it. And we're all the, the majority of all of us who are paying for it are sitting on the outside going, we never got a vote in that. Yeah. And we don't like it. Former Congressman Steve Stockman from Texas related the following story, which illustrates it. One of his constituents was, uh, was a contractor in Texas who was on his case about trying to restrict illegal immigration because he wanted to be able to hire illegal immigrants. And this contractor was originally a contractor in California. So Stockman asked him, well, so why did you move from California to Texas? 
There's this crime in the regulations. It's, it's so terrible in California. Well, he didn't get the contractor. The businessman did not get the connection between mass illegal immigration and the political system and climate and business climate in California. Sure. Well, I mean, a lot of this, I talk to, as we all do, we talk to people all the time. And when you start to question folks about their understanding of reality, of economic reality, of, you know, cultural reality, it goes about skin deep for folks. They don't understand. They can sit there and say, well, I'm a businessman, but then they can't understand the effect that this large crop of workers that are going to, you know, enlarge the or diminish the workforce really and drive down wages has some effect on them. So it's sad, but a lot of times I think that's people's interior propaganda that has affected them so deeply. They cannot hear anything that goes against the propaganda. Now coming also coming out of Austin is and this disturbed me is on Wednesday night is when uh, Donald Trump indicated that he may be willing to grant some kind of amnesty or legal status to some illegal immigrants. And it was not clear. He's still thinking about that and revising what he's going to do with that. But that was I, th- I thought that was I was very disturbed by that. I want you guys. Yeah, I was, too. I know that the, I think Hannity made the comment. Uh, well, what if they've been here for six or seven years and they've they've been fruitful and they're they're doing the right thing would you consider granting amnesty to these people and that's i think where he wavered on and uh, you know no he he came in like a bull and he needs to continue to be that bull that we depend upon because now there's a lot of talk out there that his campaign is following the same line of the romney campaign you know they're showing cracks well, and this, that's the biggest and this, crack. And this is where we lose in the conservative side is agreeing with the left on their issues of kind of a, our own cultural destruction. You know, it's like they're handing us the noose and we're choking ourselves with it. And we, you know, they will continually say, well, you don't care about X and you don't care about Y. And we fall into the trap of saying, oh, no, no, I do care. And now I'm going to diminish my message because I want to show you I care. We need to not ever listen to them or follow their cues. I mean, it's like, you know, you would never take, you know, advice from a, uh, you know, an opposite or your business, right. you know, the guy that's stealing money from you down the street. Well, let me give you a little business advice. You right. Know? Well, how, I mean, how many Democrats and liberals write columns or make speeches about, uh, giving friendly advice to the Republicans <laughs> saying, you know, if, if you want to win elections, and certainly we Democrats want to help you win elections. Right. You, what you need to do is support amnesty. Yeah. Indeed. <laughs> Anyway, so uh, time for a break here, and then we'll continue with the discussion of what you guys do in terms of, quote, affordable, unquote, housing, sustainable development, and Agenda 21 in our next segment. Right now, a word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation. Ed is a great patriot and the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. More after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender. We've been serving our community with personalized homeownership solutions for over 26 years with offices in Moreno Valley, Temecula, Corona, Downey, Westlake Village, and Covina to service all of Southern California and Arizona. Today, we are experiencing excellent conditions in real estate and real estate financing. Interest rates are as low as they've ever been in our history, and real estate prices have come way up from the lows of 2010. If you've purchased a house in the last several years, there's a great chance that today your equity position is much better and available interest rates are much lower. Two factors that spell opportunity for you. If you want to find out what this means to you and you want to talk to a lender who will give you straightforward, honest direction towards an option that's best for you, call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. and Sundays at 4 o'clock, right here on AM 590, The Answer. AM 590. 
the answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio. As Pamela Geller said, we'll talk about her and the and the jihad in our in our next half hour. She says, "Torment people with the truth," and that's what we try to do here in Unite IE Radio, the Unite IE Coalition, and that's certainly what uh, two our two guest hosts here today, uh, Kathy Pons and Mike Hoskinson, try to do regarding sustainable development, high density housing, and Agenda Twenty One. <laughs> what is briefly? What is sustainable development, and what's wrong with being sustainable? Well, it's a uh, it's a buzzword that they have, like the left often gives us many nebulous buzzwords to make us feel good about things, and it hides. And I, and I hate to break the folks who are out there sitting going, oh, it's just another fake you know, conspiracy plot. I want to direct people to a website, www.sustainabledevelopment.un.org. You there will see the book called Agenda 21, and it also refers to it as sustainable development. They are synonymous. It is a plan that was hatched in the 70s. Uh, it is a almost like Sharia is an alternate system of government. Uh, sustainable development is an alternate system of government with uh, environmentalism and top-down government control as its, um, as its reason for being. And how does sustainable development, or do we see it here in California? Yes. How so? Cap and trade program and the cap plans that are being implemented upon our city. What's a cap plan? Uh, climate action plans. But but don't we need to don't we need to stop global warming? <laughs> well, global warming is not a proven science, <laughs> as many want to tell you that it is. Okay. So, but what is a, so a, a climate action plan? What is it, and how does it affect the people here in California? Uh, for each city, it's a stringent plan put upon your city uh, to meet. Gas house green emissions to to reduce them back to uh, what is it two thousand and nineteen ninety nineteen ninety standards and some of these restrictions that the state not even the state so much the state tells you you have to do this plan but you don't it's not a requirement by the state it's more a sandbag that tells you they come to the cities and they offer the plan and what a sandbag communist organization if you ask me <laughs> regional government yes regional government now do we get to elect our regional government no well some will argue with you i had a deep deep argument with someone that yes we do because we elect our city council members therefore we elect who goes on the board but in all actuality we don't elect who sits on the board so we the, the people we elect in turn select people to serve on Sandbag. Correct. And yeah. Sandbank controls transportation here in San Bernardino County. Yes. And there are similar agencies in the other counties, and there's the overall Southern California Associated Government, SCAG, which does this whole feature for the all of Southern California. Yes. Correct. Uh, SCAG was one that it held particular interest to me as I started studying regional government. They, uh, my feeling is all regional governments are unconstitutional yeah. because in, the argument is made oh, no, X person there is an elected official on your city council. He wasn't elected to be on SCAG, or he wasn't elected to be on Sandbag. So I, it is the very opposite of representative government. But uh, And I had uh, found intimately that I challenged them at planning because they do a thing called RENA, which is the Regional Housing Needs Assessment. This is how they force the housing or the affordable housing on every one of the cities in their 191-city purview. And I found out that their population numbers that they use to generate the RENA number are not correct. And that number of our cities in Orange County 
were declining in population. So as a result of the information I brought forward, we in turn stopped our housing element and turned around and threatened a lawsuit with SCAG. And what are you doing in Fontana to push back on this agenda? Well, for the CAP plan, uh, we did defeat it in Fontana. We um, dissected the plan. I mean, dissected it line for line. And we went to, along with Dan Titus and Trustee Caps, we went to the Planning Commission and we spoke out about the requirements the state, well, that the city wanted to put upon our, this, its citizens to live under. And it was such a detailed, I mean, it was over thousands of pages. So along with representing at the city council meetings or the Planning Commission meetings and meeting with the city manager, I would have to sit there and literally write page upon page upon page and email it to my planning commissioners and then follow up with them and say, did you read this? Have you, did you go over it? Do you want to sit under this? Do you want to live under this? Is this what you want for your city? Um, and then after, you know, a battle of communication, it got taken away because they found out as well that the sandbag numbers were faulty. So they I could not that. go through with it. Um, needless to say, the two people that push that cap plan are no longer with the city of Fontana. Now, did you have a lot of people to do this and accomplish this? No, just me. Me, mm -hmm. Tressie, and Dan, really. I you mean, Dan, you know, Dan and I were communicating back and forth, but uh, he would write some stuff, I would research, and then we would just shoot it off to our planning commission. Kathy, didn't you find also that a cap plan is almost like a seedbed for grants, that the, they want the cap plan so that they can then turn, d drive the grants to the town? Yes, and in one of the um, workshops, we actually have the gal that wrote the CAP plan for us state, and we got it on video, that the main part of the CAP plan was to get grant money. Right, and and one thing a lot of folks don't know about grant money is it encumbers a town to certain conditions. No money is free. And this is how, again, they, at the larger of the federal and state governments, socially engineer our towns. We take grant money, and they we're forced to implement the conditions there. But the citizens don't read what the detail is of these cap plans. And when you bring it out, they're like, what? They just no. think it's recycling. And high-density housing is also part of, the, part of the global warming agenda, the cap plans, as to try to get people out of houses and into high-density apartments, is it not? It is, yeah. Um, sustainable development will tell you that a single-family home is bad for the environment. It creates global warming. I still haven't found out how that exactly works, but it, it talks endlessly about uh, getting people clustered in dense urban settings. It is all about urbanizing every one of our towns uh, to our regret, I think. Uh, and I think it works fine. I go to LA, I go to Boston, go to New York, all these big cities. It, it works good there, but we will never be able to have a transit system that an, a heavily dense urbanized core requires. It will never work here. So we uh, these are going to be large apartment you know, dwellings that are going to end up turning to seed, I think, because they just aren't going to be able to get the kind of folks to live there in transit that they want to see. And don't a lot of these either by law or by by practice include a large amount of low-income housing? Yes. And an interesting thing about what they call low-income or affordable housing is the term they use. Uh, people want to say think that that's low, low-income housing. It isn't, like it is in other states. In Huntington Beach, there are four different tiers of affordable housing, and every one of them is a factor of the um, 
uh, of what the median income is. And so nothing is cheap. It's just less than what the market is. It's rent control is exactly what it is. Time for another word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation. Ed is a great patriot and the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. We'll continue our discussion on preserving freedom and opposing the climate action plans and the sustainability agenda after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lender. We've been serving our community with personalized homeownership solutions for over 26 years with offices in Moreno Valley, Temecula, Corona, Downey, Westlake Village, and Covina to service all of Southern California and Arizona. Today, we are experiencing excellent conditions in real estate and real estate financing. Interest rates are as low as they've ever been in our history, and real estate prices have come way up from the lows of 2010. If you've purchased a house in the last several years, there's a great chance that today your equity position is much better and available interest rates are much lower. Two factors that spell opportunity for you. If you want to find out what this means to you and you want to talk to a lender who will give you straightforward, honest direction towards an option that's best for you, call me toll free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. And listen to my show, The Main Event. Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. and Sundays at 4 o'clock right here on AM 590, The Answer. AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite, i.e. Radio. Uh, Again, Don Dix is away this week on an undercover mission searching for secret ISIS sleeper cells in the wineries of Northern California. Uh, we'll, We'll talk to Don next week whether he found any. But, but sitting in with me this week, we have Kathy Ponce, the leader of the Freedom Tea Party Patriots in Fontana, and Mike Hoskinson, uh, who is a planning commissioner in Huntington Beach and an expert in, in quote, unquote, sustainable uh, development. Maurice Strong, who is one of the key founders of the sustainability movement at the United Nations, he said that, and I quote, isn't the only hope for the planet that industrialized civilizations collapse? Isn't it our responsibility to bring that about? Yeah. I mean, their, their agenda in their own words. Yeah. Maurice Strong was a monster, number one. Let's just state it for the record. He was uh, the driving force, I think, between – I think he really made sustainable development what it is today. Uh, very fascinating guy. Please, everybody, look him up. It's a good story. But, yeah, it's um, – <coughs> You you have to you know when you listen to all this stuff out there like we all do, uh, you connect you connect the dots. And I hear the people who are most ardent about sustainable development, about uh, environmentalism, talk about that the planet only can carry one billion people. And I think to myself, where will that leave the other six? Yeah, when are, when are the other six going to get off? <laughs> right. <laughs> So anyways, also in the news week related is the California legislature passed a new global warming law, SB 32. What's in that? SB 32 is uh, coming out of uh, Schwarzenegger's AB 32, uh, global warming cap and trade uh, solutions. This is the fantasy that carbon dioxide is uh, heating the planet. The only problem with that is we've had 19 years of flatline temperatures uh, based on the government's own satellite data. So uh, I hate to break it to people. There is no global warming. It is the greatest hoax in human history. Yep. And what was interesting is, is a couple of things were interesting to me about this. One is that Brown had wanted to include in the new law express authorization for cap and trade, which is under challenge now in the courts, and there's a good chance it's going to be overturned as a tax, which didn't pass with the requisite two-thirds majority of the legislature. So he wanted to back, to, wanted to, as a backstop to that, wanted the legislature to authorize it. The Democrat Speaker Rendon, that's a threat pronunciation, 
refused to do that. They just passed, and this is both good and bad, they didn't put that in. They just passed a blanket, well, let the California Air Resources Board come up with something to reduce greenhouse gas emissions below 1990 levels, not per capita, absolute numbers, by 40%. Almost like just a carte blanche here. You guys come up with whatever you want to. And who knows what they're going to come up with. Well, it's it's hard to even put this in perspective that if you if you look at the globe like I look at you look at the entire globe and you look at California and the thought that we can cut our carbon emissions never mind even if it, global warming were real that we could do this on our own is laughable. Uh, I had a conversation with Dr. James Enstrom, who's the uh, UCLA physicist, PhD. There worked there for many years. He was uh, he became a uh, disbeliever in the theory of global warming, and they tried to fire him. He fought and got his job back. And I talked to him one day, and he told me something interesting. And it makes sense. He said, uh, "China, all the pollution that comes from China because of weather patterns lands on our shores. So there is literally nothing we could do in this state to stop pollution. It's completely futile." So we're killing ourselves here for nothing. Costing jobs, costing higher energy prices for businesses and consumers. We're out of time for this half hour of Unite IE Radio. We're going to continue and we're talking in our next half hour about Islam and Western civilization. Can they coexist? Stay tuned. More of Unite IE Radio coming up. It's time to stand up. And be counted We were founded as a land of the free home of the brave Welcome back to Unite, i.e. radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. Again, uh, Don Dix is away on a secret mission searching for ISIS sleeper cells in the wineries of Northern California. Well, next week, we'll ask him if, if uh, he found any. I am joined by Mike Hoskinson and Kathy Ponch, two great patriot leaders in Southern California, filling in for Don this week. This past weekend, uh, Kathy and I attended a conference put on by the American Freedom Alliance called, the conference was entitled, Islam and Western Civilization. Can They Coexist? An amazing collection of speakers, including Pamela Geller, who we're going to hear from in just a second here, and John Bolton, Frank Gaffney, and many, many others. It was an amazing, amazing conference. But let's start off, by, let's listen to a clip from Pamela Geller's talk. Things just don't happen. They are made to happen. And everything that we're witnessing, the Islamization of the workplace, the Islamization of the school curriculum, the Islamization of the public square is by design. It's by happenstance. And the enemy is counting on you to be more involved in your life, to be more involved in the day-to-day than to take up this ugly, nasty, brutal fight. Let me tell you something. The rules of engagement in the information battle space are as brutal as the rules of engagement in Afghanistan. We are living in an age of fear. We must have a revolution of the mind and live in an age of the fight. We must fight. I came to this fight 9-11. Before 9-11, I was the quintessential New York City career girl. I love my life, I love my job, I love my fashion. And I realized in that one second that my assumed freedom could no longer be assumed. 
And that's how I came to the fight, and I read Robert Spencer, and I read Bachelor and Ibn Wark. This is how you must react, because you will not like what comes after America. There is nowhere else to go. For those that grumble about Trump, get over it. Everybody should realize that all the people in that room, I think there were 275 people there if I, if I heard, I was not in attendance, but they risked their lives to be there. The speakers who speak endlessly to the public risk their lives. They know what they're doing, and it's for a reason. Kathy, what did you think of the conference? I, I still, every morning, wake up and think about something someone said that day. I, I just, it was a phenomenal conference. It was, um, it was just, I wish the whole country could have been there. And when it, I'm gonna, I just want to post all the videos on Facebook and say you you got to watch this. You've got to know what the penetration of the Muslim Brotherhood into our our government, the fight, the battle that you can take and, and help with this. It was it was a phenomenal concert or conference. And that was one of the major major features of Pamela's Pamela Geller's talk, is that it wasn't just what she's going to do, is what everyone is going to do. She says that uh, when you get up in the morning, you should ask yourself, what am I going to do today to save the republic? She says that uh, you torment people with the truth. We mentioned that earlier. Mm-hmm. And truth is the new hate speech. But you're the media. Because the media, even even on conservative media, don't report all everything that's happening in the jihad. You can get her you can get her emails if you go to PamelaGeller.com and sign up. You'll see it, there's this this constant jihad every day stuff that does not make the news at all. Or Robert Spencer, who also spoke there, JihadWatch.org. You can get his email. And the same thing. It's amazing to see what is happening in the world, in Europe, in America, that is not reported even in conservative news. Mm-hmm. And the uh, level of equivocation that happens where even when they do report it, it will always come with a but. You know, it'll always right. be the add on saying, but of course we know this isn't the mass amount of Muslims. They don't believe this way. But that's, uh, I would say that they. They believe in Sharia. A lot of them, the majority of them do believe in Sharia, which is counter to our Constitution. They cannot exist in the same space. Sure. Polling data shows that uh, 25% of American Muslims believe that use of violence against Americans in America in service of the jihad is justified. And that is just the percentage that will admit it when a pollster calls them on the phone. <laughs> right. Yeah. What else What else stuck out from the conference for you, Kathy? Uh Pamela Geller, of course, she spoke, I mean, what she said was so true of trying to get people, you know, just just talk to one person every day to do something. Um, and then also that the artist, having the artist from the Garland, Texas shootings that happened over there, the artist, having him there. Um, well, elaborate on that, the artist. What, what, what were they doing there in Garland? Oh, they were doing the cartoons of Muhammad. And what's significant yeah. about that? Well, he, he, he had a, uh, first it's freedom of speech. It's a First Amendment right to be able to do what you want to do, to draw what you want to draw, to say what you want to say. He was under attack in France for his, his drawings. He came to the United States. He was drawing those, those drawings in Texas. He had a, they were there to get him and Pamela, really, those terrorists. Um, so, so, so just set the stage here. They had a conference. They were going to have a contest of drawing Muhammad. Yes. Which is considered by, by the jihadists today to be blasphemous, blasphemy. punishable mm-hmm. by death. Yep. 
So, so two jihadists show up with guns with the intent of murdering everyone there. Everyone there. But fortunately, law enforcement killed them instead. Yes. And what, was, and what Pamela talked about at the conference was there was an FBI agent that was, that was corresponding with the ringleader of this jihadist plot and encouraging him to do that. And the, the FBI agent was at the scene, unarmed, and had not done anything to alert the authorities. Hey, these guys are coming here. They didn't have an FBI team standing by to take down, either arrest them or kill the jihadists when they showed up. Exactly. It was yeah. amazing. She talked about that. And, and the, the, the jihadist was texting. The FBI the, yeah, Asking how many people were there, how many security is there, what's the security like there. And presumably he was responding to that. They didn't, the government hasn't released that information. Right. And, I mean, thank goodness for the security guard that had a gun. Our Second Amendment right. That mm-hmm. security guard had a gun. The difference, the difference between Orlando and San Bernardino and Garland, Texas, was there was a good, there were good guys on scene with guns prepared to defend the people, unlike in Orlando, unlike in any of these other mass, mass attacks by the jihadists that have killed so many people. Yep. And having that artist there at that conference as he was doing his Muhammad drawings, you know, you, you can't help but think, well, are they outside ready to come and get us, you know, because this is happening here right now? Um, but he really stood out in my mind as well. Pamela also said two other things that I think apply to the jihad, but apply more broadly to our cause. One is, is you can deny reality, but you cannot deny, you can't ignore the effects of denying reality. And the other thing is, we, we have so many things going on. People just get overwhelmed and they, and they tend, well, people tend to give up. And she says, it's like a doctor saying, well, I, can't, I cannot cure all disease in the world, so I'm not going to cure anybody. And, and to say that throwing up your hands and saying, I can't, because I can't, do ever, I can't fight the left on everything they're doing. I can't do stop nothing. Obama on everything he's doing. I'm not going to do anything. Right. And that makes equal sense, and that will lead to the loss of the republic. Well, it teaches us that we have to focus. You know, you can't do everything. So uh, do, do what you know how to do. Do, uh, do it. Get others to help you. And, uh, but do something. And speaking of doing something, in our next segment, we're going to talk about Gunmageddon, the latest attempts in California to restrict our Second Amendment rights, and how another one of our Unite IE leaders, Judy Neal from the Mountain View Republican Club, is pushing back on that. More for Unite IE Radio after this message from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. Back after this. When you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For over 20 years, All-Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. Let's get it started. Let's get it started in here. 
This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office. The Second Amendment to the United States Constitution says, a well-regulated militia being necessary for the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed shall not be infringed. Apparently they have not read that in California because they've passed another series of laws this year to further restrict the right of people to keep and bear arms. And we have on the phone with us now Judy Neal, who is a leader with the Mountain View Republican Club, another one of our great Unite IE member organizations. She's a former president there, and she's leading an effort to help push back on this. Welcome, Judy. Hi, Greg. How are you? Just fine. Um, tell us briefly, what is, what, what's the latest spate of laws that the California legislature has passed to restrict our rights to keep and bear arms? Well, there's, there's quite a few. Um, right now, we're running a referendum to overturn uh, AB 857, AB 1511, AB 1695, SB SB 1235, SB 1446. I mean, the list goes on. And Gavin Newsom has a proposition uh, on the ballot for November 8th that would go even further in restricting our right to buy ammunition in large capacities. Uh, It would also require the DOJ to approve such acquisitions with a 10-day waiting period. Now, we've already waited 10 days to get our guns. Now they want us to wait another 10 days while they do a background check and um, get back to us as to whether we can buy our ammunition or not. And, of course, you have to pay for the background check like I did when I I purchased my guns. Then you wait, and it's only good good for 30 days. So if you want to buy ammunition next month or two months or three months later, you then have to go through the same process and pay the same fees again. And government grows because they need more employees to do your background checks. Yeah. That's right. so, So what are you doing, Judy, in the Mountain View Republican Club to push back on this? Well, right now we've had a huge statewide um, initiative going from one end of the state to the other, collecting signatures uh, on petitions. These are all referendums to overturn the laws that were passed a couple of months ago uh, by the legislature and Jerry Brown. Um, Statewide is huge because right now... um, as of August 28th, which is this coming Sunday, we need to gather at least 25% of the 367,000 that are needed. That's 25%. That comes out to roughly a little under 92,000. We can do that easily. We've got more people registered with the NRA and the California Pistol and Rifle Association and all the other shooting groups. We're located in just about every single gun store across the state collecting signatures right now. Sunday, August 28th, 
our club is going to be sponsoring a drive-in, drive-through, sign the petitions, and be on your way. You don't even have to get out of your car. We're making it really simple for you. And uh, we're really excited about this. It's a great idea. And you want to give us the address and, and the time? Yes. Um, it's uh, August 28th. We're going to allow you to go to church. It starts from 1 o'clock in the afternoon till 5 o'clock. We're located at 485 North Central Avenue. That's in Upland. And we're right at the corner of Arrow Route and Central. Now, don't get us mixed up with Arrow Highway. We're actually uh, north of Arrow Highway and south of Foothill Boulevard. So that's 485 uh, North Central Avenue in Upland. And you have a Facebook event page up, so they search on Facebook. They can find when they veto Gunmageddon. And you have the Mountain View Republican Club has their own Facebook page, so they can find the information there. And we're going to post this on the Unite IE Facebook page and the Redlands Tea Party Patriots Facebook page. So you can find the information in any of those places. And if you haven't signed the petitions already, here's here's a great opportunity to do so. And if you can't make it out to that, if you look on the website, vetogunmageddon.org. That's Vito, Gunmageddon, spelled G-U-N-M-A-G-E-D-D-O-N.org. You put in your zip code, and it will give you the nearest locations, because many of the, many, if not most, of the gun stores in California, including some of the major chains, Turners and others are they have the petitions there for you to sign because it's if, if you don't stop them at this point they're not going to stop so it's not like they're going to say okay we got these laws passed we're good Americans are now safe from quote unquote gun violence good on to the next issue no no uh, they're going to keep pushing <laughs> and trying to get more and more and more and chipping away and chipping away and chipping away at our Second Amendment. Rights. And this ties into, by the way, the election, because the U.S. Supreme Court held only by five to four that uh, notwithstanding the language of the Second Amendment we just read earlier, that there's an individual right to actually own to keep and bear arms Four the four liberal justices voted to say there is no individual right to keep and bear arms. So if Hillary Clinton gets even one more Supreme Court justice, there'll be a five-justice majority to, in essence, erase the Second Amendment from the Constitution, and there would be no constitutional limit on whatever the the liberal California politicians want to do to take away our rights to keep and bear arms. And that's why we're out every single day, every single weekend, trying to collect signatures. And I know we're asking you to sign a lot of papers here, but believe me, if we don't overturn these ridiculous laws that they've passed here in California, we won't have our constitutional right to bear arms. So get out there and join us on Sunday right out here, and um, we'll come to your car. (laughs) You can come in, but we'll come to your car if you don't want to. It'll take you 10 minutes to sign the petitions and be on your way. Yeah, will you also do the windshields and check the tire pressure? (laughs) (laughs) 
I'll wash the windows. <laughs> That's good service. We appreciate, we, we appreciate that. We appreciate everything that you're doing uh, in the Mountain View Republican Club, including getting out the vote effort for, uh, for the upcoming election. Uh, time for another message from All-Star Collision, the place to take your car when you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. Back after this. When you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For over 20 years, All-Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio. John Basil Barnhall said that when the people fear the government, you have tyranny. When the government fears the people, you have liberty. And our Second Amendment rights are an important part of making sure that the government still fears the people. And Judy, we were talking about in the last segment that uh, you have this great event on Sunday at 485 North. Let me get the address back. Central Avenue. In Upland, in Upland. From, from 1 to 5, and you have referendum petitions to veto, the people's veto of, of the latest spate of laws in California to chip away at our Second Amendment rights to keep and bear arms. And that that's, is that, correct. That's a great event, and if people aren't willing to come out and just sign a petition, what are they or you willing to do to save the republic? Now, Mike, in our, in our, um, when we were at the break... Most people can't even fathom the idea what, at some point that the government's going to actually take our guns away from us. But you had an, uh, someone maybe suggested to you of how that actually would work in practice. Sure. So let's say uh, somebody's elected that decides they're going to take guns away. They stack the Supreme Court. They rule against us and they say guns are illegal. Then they send us uh, legal gun owners and notice that you've got 60 days to turn your gun in. And few of us would, but many of us would not. 60 days later, you get a, a notice that says, we're going to give you another 30-day grace period. And after that 30 days, a bill comes for the late fee. And then you don't pay that. And down the road, they say, and then, of course, the penalties accrue. And then they say, well, until you pay this, we're not going to issue a driver's license. Or we're going to put it on your, we're going to garnish your wages. So this is how the bureaucratic state comes at us. All too, and it's all, too, it's, all, it's all too plausible. Yes, it is. Well, if you want to push back on that, as individuals, you are more effective if you join with other patriots in, our, in various groups and work together. And you, yeah. not, not only are you more effective, but you, you give that mutual camaraderie and support. And we also believe that uh, the groups are more effective, and certainly on the left they do this, is when the groups work together through a coalition, which is why we formed 
the Unite, i.e. Coalition, and my group, the Redlands Tea Party Patriots, the Fontana uh, Freedom Tea Party Patriots, the Mountain View Republican Club are all members of our coalition. And you can find these groups and where they meet and what they're doing at uniteie.com. Kathy, what else would you like to tell people this week? Um, I, I just want, you know, housing's my passion, and I, I fighting high-density housing um, is something that I, I study, I fight, but I want people to know that immigration and housing go hand-in-hand, hand. and we as citizens need to understand that there is no affordable housing crisis in California. People are leaving California. They're not coming to California. And we need to really look hard at the immigration issue in regards to this high density being built. Why do you think all those stack and packs in Anaheim were built? Because they're going to get 3,000 Syrian refugees. And we need to realize that this affordable housing that they want to put in through the AFFH, who is it going to house? It's going to house the illegals and it's going to house the refugees. And I got in to touch with uh, Don, Dave Simpson, Don Simpson from the... James uh, Simpson. James Simpson from the um, Refugee Resettlement Program. And I'm going to talk to him tonight about working with him in different cities across the country to help citizens fight this high density that the city councils want to build to bring the refugees in, to house them there. Because once you build these stack and packs and you bring these refugees there and they own basically that property, they... They take control of those apartment units that are being built. You're now creating what's known as a no-go zone into your own cities. So everything that we're fighting, everything that we, we're battling, it, it all comes down really back to um, immigration and the issue. Mike, any final thoughts? Yeah, just to the folks out there, you know, to know in Huntington Beach, we we were successful just with a few folks. We helped a good man get on our city council. He appointed me. We've helped other folks get on. We're we're fighting a battle right now to get some good folks on again in November. But the the point being if you see things you don't like happening in society, you must get off the chair. You must become part of a group or help out somewhat. It, it is time for – this is all hands on deck now. So please come help if you want to see a change in your community. That's so true. And just like we talked about earlier, what Pamela Geller had said, that uh, – like a doctor, is you can't cure all the disease in the world, but that does not mean that you don't try to cure somebody. You don't try to cure the patient that's in front of you. Thanks so much, guys, for sitting in this week with it when Don is away. And thank you, Judy, and for all, thing, all you people do. And go to UniteIE.com, connect with our groups, and we will see you at Unite IE Radio, or you can listen to us next week at 4 o'clock. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.